Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jaya Gopi Janavalava Girivada Dari Gopi Janavalava Girivada Dari Yashoda Nandana Praja Janaranjana Yashoda Nandana Praja Janaranjana Yashoda Nandana Praja Janaranjana Shoda Nandana Praja Janaranjana Jamuna Tira Vanachari Tira Hare 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 Hare
Hare Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jaya Radha Kalachandi Radha Kalachandi Jaya Radha Govinda Radha Govinda Radha Jaya Jagana Jaya Jagana Jaya Baladev Jaya Subhadra Jaya Goranita 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 Jaya Goranita Prabhupada 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 Jaya Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Jaya Guru Dev Guru Dev Guru Dev Jaya Jaya Guru Nittagora Premanandi Hari Hari Bo Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 7, Text Number 1. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 7, Text Number 1. This chapter is entitled, The Son of Drona. Sunaka Uvacha Nirgate Nirada Sutta Bhagavan Badaranayath Shruttavams Tad Aphit Pretam Tatakim Akarod Vibuha Sanaka Uvacha Nirgate Narda Sutta Bhagavan Badarayanaha Shrutavam Stad Abhipretam Tata Kim Akarod Vibhu Sonaka Uvacha Nirgate Narda Sutta Bhagavan Badarayanaya Shrutavam Stad Abhi Pretam Tatakim Akarod Vibhu Sanaka Sri Sanaka Uvacha said Nirgate having gone Narde Narda Muni Sutta O Sutta Bhagavan the transcendental the transcendentally powerful Badarayana Bada Badarayanath 
Vyasadev. Shrutavan, who heard, tat, his, abipretam, desire of the mind. Tata, thereafter, kim, what, akarot, did he do, vibhu, the great. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Shila Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Rishi Sonaka asked, O Sutta, the great and transcendentally powerful Vyasadeva heard everything from Sri Narada Muni. So, after Narada's departure, what did Vyasadeva do? I'll repeat, Sri Sonaka asked, O Sutta, the great and transcendentally powerful Vyasadeva, heard everything from Narada Muni, from Sri Narada Muni. So after Narada's departure, what did Vyasadeva do? Purport. In this chapter, the clue for describing Srimad Bhagavatam is picked up as Maharaj Parikshit is, is miraculously saved in the womb of his mother. This was caused by Droni Ashvatthama. Acharya Drona's son, who killed the five sons of Draupadi while they were asleep, for which he was punished by Arjuna. Before commencing the great epic Srimad Bhagavatam, Sri Vyasadeva realized the whole truth by trance in devotion. Omagana Chamaranda Shya Jananjanan Salakaya Chakshu Unmilitam Jaina Tasma Shri Guruvenamaha Shri Chaitanya Minobisham Sapitam Jaina Bhutale Swam Rupakdamayam Dadanti Swabadantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance, and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances unto the dust of his lotus feet. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale. Srimati Tamal Krishna Goswamini Tinamini Nama Om Vishnu Padaya. Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale, Srimati Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Tinamini. Namaste Sarasvati Devi, Gauravani Pacharini, Nirvishesha Sunyavari Pashkatari Shatarini. Vanchakopatarubhaisya, Kripasanuvasevacha, Patitanam Pavanebio, Vaishnavavio Namon Maha. Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shirveta Gradha, Shivasari Gaura Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, the spotless Purana, and we're reading about the the appearance of Srimad Bhagavatam from the uh, wonderful uh, author of the Bhagavatam, Sri Sri Vyasadeva. Vyasadeva is a incarnation of Lord Krishna, and he is. Uh, we're hearing about how the the historical reality of how he uh, spoke with his spiritual master Narada Muni. We know the story. He had just composed the Vedas, but he was not feeling satisfaction. He was not happy. So he, his spiritual master appears on the scene, Sri Narada Muni, and says, well, you're not, you're not happy because you haven't spoken about Krishna. 
And until you speak about Krishna, you uh, will not be happy. The uh, no one is happy in the material this material universe, and <clears throat> Srimad Bhagavatam appears to give us uh, happiness. That is transcendental happiness. Excuse me. It's not a a self-help book to learn how to be a better materialist, how to be more uh, productive in your working life, in your personal life, so you can get ahead in the material world. Uh, certainly, the result of following the Srimad Bhagavatam is that those things will happen. Because when you put Krishna first and you attempt to understand the spiritual reality of the world and the spiritual world, the material world, the energies of the Lord, then your material life becomes set. Uh, does it mean you get all the riches and all the things that you desire? Not necessarily. Krishna will take care of you, though we know that. We know that Krishna protects his devotees. And Krishna provides. Krishna is directly providing for his devotees. So, we should not be fearful. And uh, this fearfulness is something that I thought I would discuss today. Because the uh, the verse and purport are very short. And I could read the next one. But I think... I'll just stick with this one because uh, it does mention things that do let us talk about fear. And there is uh, a lot of fear in the world right now. Everyone's concerned about the situation, the COVID virus, the uh, changes that are taking place as a result of it. Persons are uh, suffering. Persons are leaving their bodies and Society is adjusting. And in this adjustment, there's fear of loss of income, loss of shelter, loss of loved ones. And so these are the, these are the main fears that we're all dealing with. Uh, shelter, food, uh, loved ones. And, and so the, uh, this, this fearfulness can be vanquished by Reading Srimad Bhagavatam, and most importantly by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I am very fortunate I get to listen to His Holiness Ratapaja Swami's daily, uh, uh, lectures. His, his, he has a little three minute podcast that comes in on WhatsApp for me every day. And I listened to his podcast yesterday in the evening, and he spoke about how uh, fear is vanquished by chanting Hare Krishna. He mentioned the Srimad Bhagavatam, Kanta 1, chapter 11, text number 3, in the purport. And Srila Prabhupada was mentioning fear, and fear is a problem. There's always fearfulness due to ignorance of our next problem. Right? Uh, eating, shelter, what are we going to do? Money, income, loved ones. Fear is prominent. 
due to our association with Maya, the illusory energy. All fear is vanquished by the sound of the Lord as appearing in the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we must take shelter of the holy name and we will become free of fear. So that was the synopsis that Maharaj gave. So I thought I'd read the the uh, Canto 11. I'm sorry, Canto 1, Chapter 11, Text Number 3, uh, Purport. And it's it's from uh, Krishna's uh, entrance into Dwarka, is the name of this chapter. And... <clears throat> This is the last paragraph from the purport. This sound of the Lord is identical with the Lord. As we have tried to explain by the non-dual position of the Lord, the material existence of our present status is full of fear. Out of the four problems of material existence, namely the food problem, the shelter problem, the fear problem, and the mating problem. The fear problem gives us more trouble than others. We are always fearful due to our ignorance of the next problem. The whole material existence is full of problems. And thus the fear problem is always prominent. This is due to our association with the illusory energy of the Lord. Known as Maya or external energy. Yet all fear is vanished as soon as there is the sound of the Lord represented by his holy name. As it was sounded by Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the following 16 words. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. We can take advantage of these sounds and be free from all threatening problems of material existence. And hearing this made me think about His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada, in his life, went through difficulties. My daughter and I are reading the Lilamrita together, and she reads a little and I read a little. But we're just to the part where Prabhupada has given up his his attempt to spread Krishna consciousness in Jhansi. And uh, Prabhupada before that had attempted to raise money and uh, maybe thought about going back into business. He'd pretty much renounced business and left it uh, with his sons. And then one of his business, one of the places he'd set up was burglarized and all of the, the stock was stolen, everything was stolen. So Prabhupada lost about 7,000 rupees with the business lost. And so uh, his son was maintaining a small shop in Calcutta, I believe, so Prabhupada went there maybe to see one last chance. And that was the incident where uh, when he was 
he was he was staying in in the ashram, a Godiamat ashram of a god brother, but he was near to where his family lived, and uh, I think it was at this time that uh, his wife s- sold his special Bhagavatam uh, for tea biscuits, and Prabhupada made the ultimatum. You know, it's 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 tea or me, because she was she loved drinking tea, and I guess having these tea biscuits. So his wife said, "Well, I'll I'll take the tea," and of course she meant it in jest. She was she thought Srila Prabhupada was probably joking. Srila Prabhupada says this, but uh, it was also uh, deeply significant for Srila Prabhupada. Um, by her act of then selling the Bhagavatam for the tea biscuits, she was making it clear if he was joking, she wasn't. And, of course, Srila Prabhupada wasn't joking. But, as husbands and wives do, they sometimes say things in jest. But then, if there's deeper difficulty, a deeper, deeper problem, uh, then the reality comes out. Srila Prabhupada was then uh, left the home and it's it's stated that you know many times Shri Prabhupada had left and and come back and they didn't really think that he would he would actually stay away forever that time but he did that was the final straw that broke the camel's back for Sri Prabhupada and his family life and he knew that Krishna would protect them Krishna would help them uh, so he put them in the hands of Krishna and he leaves. And that's the part we're at now. But I know that uh, right now, Srila Prabhupada, in, in the part we're reading, he's still wearing white. He's still in white. He has not yet taken sannyas. And he gets the idea to, to publish the Back to Godhead magazine. And so he uh, begins to do that. And in in reading the Srila Prabhupada's Lelamrita, Prabhupada was was practically penniless at this time when he he was trying to set up the the facility in Jhansi, the League of Devotees. He had the nice buildings and they were little they were given to him, but then of course that was a, that was just a, a false offer. They they you know the owner really wanted money. And and so Srila Prabhupada was not even able to raise I think 500 rupees <clears throat> for some preliminary purpose. And so, Srila Prabhupada began to realize you know, this may not have been the place for him. Then there was some intrigue and others wanted the buildings. And at first, Srila Prabhupada thought about fighting them, but then said no, he didn't want to be in a legal battle, which he, he felt he could have won. But as when Keshava Maharaj came to visit him with some followers with some disciples and stayed there he said that Jhansi was too remote and and it wasn't a large population wasn't a big city and that their guru maharaj really wanted preaching Prabhupada realized that their his holiness bhakti siddhanta sarasvati really wanted them to preach in the big cities and of course wanted Srila Prabhupada to preach in the biggest arena in the world of all you know the the large western cities at that time and then and so uh Srila Prabhupada was 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 pushing forward 
trying to push forward and understand Krishna's desire for him and how that was going to manifest. And so Srila Prabhupada was trying the best he could in so many ways. And but Srila Prabhupada was fearless. He 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 didn't have money or shelter, but he wasn't concerned with it. He was only concerned with preaching Hare Krishna, how to spread the Hare Krishna movement. He he knew that uh, he would wasn't going to starve. He, he knew he had that Krishna had provided facility that he he could shelter and and not starve. But he didn't he didn't think, well now I just need to join one of the Gaudiamats and, and just be part of that. He remained aloof. Although he certainly did uh you know, he moved into Radha Damodar temple in Vrindavan and and so uh he was supported. Krishna took care of him. And it's right at this time that Srila Prabhupada would begin to to write his Bhaktivedanta purports to the Srimad Bhagavatam. And since we're in the first canto, uh, I know that since I've been reading this first canto to prepare for classes in the in the past couple months since we've been on this first canto, I've been meditating a lot, thinking a lot about Srila Prabhupada and how he was writing these very purports at that time. So it's very fortunate, I feel, for me that I began to read Srila Prabhupada's biography at the same time that we were doing this first canto. Because we're just now coming to the part, my daughter and I, in reading the Lilamrita, we're coming to the part where Srila Prabhupada is going to begin to write his purports, and, and he's going to actually self-publish. He's going to publish himself, the Srimad Bhagavatam. And I was curious, I've always been curious for a long time to see if if these were the same purports that Srila Prabhupada wrote at that time, or if he changed them, you know, later. Maybe Srila Prabhupada made some edits. And of course, there's the controversy. Did other people edit Srila Prabhupada's purports? Or, and so it's been such a long time. I knew that there, that there were the Jaladuta Bhagavatams, right? And so I had heard uh, back a few years ago, the Jaladuta Bhagavatams, were published exactly as they were in a newer edition, but but exactly as the old Bhagavatam, as these as not old as the Jaladuta Bhagavatams were produced by Srila Prabhupada. So I got a set recently, and I began to compare the the, the verses and the purports, and they're exactly the same. They were corrected for grammatical uh, grammatical. Uh, Corrections that were needed, grammar and spelling, and also like Bhagavad Gita, Srila Prabhupada would refer to it as the Bhagavat Gita, G-E-E-T and A. So they did change, you know, though some, some grammatical things, some spellings of words, but the per, particularly, uh, the, 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 uh, the purports Follow exactly, and of course the translations do too. They're exactly they're just they're just cleaned up because Srila Prabhupada's um, uh, grammar was was the essence is there, but 
sometimes a word here, a word there, move forward, move backwards. And so it, it, it's exactly the same. And so the, the same uh, feeling and the same understanding uh, is there. And so when you, it, it's, it was wonderful to me to think about how Srila Prabhupada wrote this for all of us now, back in the 1950s when he was uh, penniless. He was in a difficult situation. Soon he, he'll take sannyas, but he's living in a, in a small quarters in Radhadamadhar Mandir. He's uh, traveling back and forth from Brindavan to uh, Delhi, to, to Delhi to publish these Bhagavatams. And, and he's doing this because he wants his Bhaktivedanta purports in the world. He wants them to be published. Does he know he's going to be going to the West soon? I don't know. Prabhupada never said, well, I knew all along I would eventually go. We know he probably knew that, but, but I think he didn't necessarily know how it was going to manifest itself. When Sri Prabhupada founded the League of Devotees, he founded it as an international society, and he he had prepared, he had planned to have different expansions of the League of Devotees in different cities, and he wanted it to spread internationally. So, uh, trying to go forward and doing the best he could without fear is the example Srila Prabhupada sets for us. That we, we're not going to know exactly what Krishna wants for us. We're not going to know the immediate future for us for ourselves and for society for the for the for the devotees in general we don't know what even tomorrow will bring we don't know what's going to what it's going to be like next year or the year after the year after that but we don't the the example that Srila Prabhupada sets and his reliance upon chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra the holy names of Krishna and particularly his dedication and surrender to his spiritual master and his spiritual master's instructions. These things can make us fearless. They will make us not be fearful of what's coming next, of the next problem. As the 11th Canto verse I read said, you don't need to be fearful of the next problem. One of the problems is fear itself. And a famous speech by... Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, all we have to fear is fear itself. Meaning, don't be fearful. We can solve any problem that comes up. And we're going to solve the problems that come up. And who really solves the problems? <laughs> Krishna. Who really does everything for us? Krishna. Who provides everything for us? Krishna is doing all of this. And the, the, his, his only request really we, is that we surrender. <laughs> that we surrender to chanting the holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And from chanting these holy names, by surrendering to the holy name, because, because it's non-different from Krishna, by, by doing that we can become fearless. And we can, we can do that which Krishna wants us to do, to get free 
from the material energy. We're, we're, we're in Maya. We're in illusion. Most of us. And those of us that are not have gotten free from illusion by chanting Hare Krishna, by performing devotional service under the authority, under the training they received from their spiritual master, who received training from his spiritual master, and then his spiritual And it goes through Narada Muni himself. And so it's so important that we remember the Acharyas, we pray to them for their help. We never try to go over our spiritual master and say it's just about Srila Prabhupada or it's just about Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati or it's just about Bhakti Vinod Thakur. No, we, we, we don't. We, we have to maintain our respect and our link to our spiritual master because that our spiritual master now link us to Srila Prabhupada as a disciple of Tamal Krishna Goswami. I am a disciple in line through my spiritual master. So he gives me Srila Prabhupada. He gives me the linkage that we need to the Guru Parampara, that I need to the Guru Parampara. So that's why it's so important to be linked in properly, to have, to be initiated and to have a spiritual master because this formal linking process is, ne- is necessary. And it's possible that, you know, like, like Sri Narada Muni, he, he, even as a young boy, just serving the great Bhaktivedantas that were there, the great sages that came to visit, excuse me, they initiated him by their uh, own thoughts of affection and kindness towards him. They literally benedicted him and were able to give him the benefit of initiation just by seeing how well, wow, look at how nice this, this boy is. And then his mother passes away. She dies and he hits the road, literally, just walks, begins to walk. And I mean, he goes through all of these terrible places, scary places. Uh, it's mentioned just in the last chapter that how he went through forest full of, uh, fearsome creatures and he had to pass difficult, uh, you know, areas with, with rocks and, and, and unpleasant play, places to walk. And w- this was a little boy, you know, but he was fearless. He was, he was fearless because he had Krishna in his heart and Krishna was directing him and Krishna was helping him because he wanted to let him know you are going to be Narada Muni. You're going to be the great sage who travels interplanetarily, the, the, the transcendental spaceman, Narada Muni. So we, we just can't even, uh, begin to, uh, sh- you know, show our gratitude for Narada Muni, for the Guru Parampara, for the Acharyas, for our own spiritual master, for linking us up to this most wonderful Hare Krishna movement. Uh, that was inaugurated <clears throat> by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. A movement of dancing, chanting, feasting. <laughs> Rest, then repeat. <laughs> dancing, chanting, feasting. Rest and repeat. 
and 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 this is uh, so joyfully performed. It's it's a joyful joyful performance uh, of surrender. When you surrender <clears throat> and you perform these activities in Krishna consciousness, you you not only get Krishna, but you're able to give Krishna to others. And so right now, uh, people are very, very fearful. And it's a prime uh, opportunity to preach Krishna consciousness because we have the solution to fear. We have the solution. And ours is not a material. It's not a material solution. So not only will folks who learn about this, will the, the, not only will they get over the fear of their next meal or the next problem, they will, they will be able to understand uh, Krishna consciousness and overcome the greatest fear. And the greatest fear is death. But a devotee in full Krishna consciousness steps over the head of death at the time of death, literally steps on the head of death and, and walks over it into the loving embrace of Krishna. Because all ignorance is vanquished. Illusion is banished. The illusion of the material world, that we're our body, that enjoying bodily connections, that the things associated with the body, that our senses need to be filled with enjoyment all the time, that is is totally uh, vanquished, destroyed at its root by the mercy of Sri Sri Nam, Sri the holy name of Krishna, can destroy the desire for material sense gratification at its root, completely devastate these desires within us. And it, it, it cleanses the heart. We want our hearts to be cleansed. But like anything we see in a material world, we don't want to clean. It's a difficult job, right? The dirtier something is, the harder it is to clean. And I always remember uh, Jamuna, Jamuna Devi, when she first met Sri the Prabhupada in New York City. And I think they were already at, uh, they already had 26 Second Avenue. And Sri the Prabhupada was staying in some quarters in a little apartment building behind the temple room. And the temple room was a storefront. And so uh, she had, uh, her brother was, uh, not her brother, her good friend, yeah, was uh, His Holiness uh, Makunda Goswami, and so uh, he had he had met. I think he met the, he met Swamiji first. He met Sri Prabhupada first, and then his sister and Jamuna, her uh, sister was Janaki, and her. I guess maybe it was his, her cousin. Or anyway, good friend Jamuna Devi, and they met the Swami. So. They were immediately attracted and they began to associate and come to the programs. And so there was a time Prabhupada was going to cook a big feast. And so he, uh, Jamuna had offered to help maybe in something. And so she, he said, okay, I want you to clean this pot. Sorry for the long story. The reason I thought of this is cleaning the heart. She, he, he asked Jamuna, uh, 
she wasn't Jamuna then, but she was his, she was a, a Bakhtin and she, he said, clean the spot. Well, it was black on the bottom. Black. And, and, and he said, just start scrubbing. I need, I want it clean till the black is all gone. So she began scrubbing and scrubbing, scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. And so after you know, maybe an hour or two, she said, Prabhupada, can I take a cigarette break? And Prabhupada said, we don't smoke. We don't, we don't smoke cigarettes. She said, okay. And he goes, you know, keep, keep cleaning. So she spent literally the whole day, I believe, scrubbing this pot until it was perfectly clean on the bottom. And, and I think she'd actually gone to him before it was finally done. He said, no, 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 it needs to be cleaner. This is a high, we, we have a high standard of cleanliness. And so she had a Prabhupada, uh, Jamuna finished, finished cleaning the pot, literally polishing it back to its original condition and presented it to Sri Prabhupada, which Prabhupada was very pleased. And so, uh, you just can imagine uh, the personality that Jamuna Devi is. And for her first uh, service, literally, to Sri the Prabhupada, was, was cleaning this pot. And so the reality is there. The connection is there to us. Not just to clean pots at the temple, which is always needed, right? <laughs> And to clean other parts of the temple, but to clean our own heart. And it, it's, it's related, right? If you clean Krishna's temple, if you clean Krishna's pots, if you, you're, you're cleaning your heart, literally. So it's not like we can get a scrub brush and some soap and scrub our heart. We can't clean off the mirror of our heart that's that's caked, that's dirty, that's full of all this dirt and dust and grime that such that we can't even see ourselves. We can't see ourselves as a spirit soul. If we could, then we would identify with that purely because it's really who we really are. It's our real nature. It's blissful and loving and eternal. And so once we get to see that by the process of cleaning our heart, we won't, we won't be attached, we won't be attracted to other material, non-transcendental enjoyment. We won't be attracted to it because we'll see that we're really a spirit soul and our position is as a loving servant of Krishna and we just want Krishna. So we'll chant Hare Krishna in ecstasy, realizing Krishna is not different from his name. But we, that, that process of chanting Hare Krishna, chanting Hare Krishna, reading the Bhagavatam, associating with devotees, that's the real way that you clean the heart, right? <laughs> you know, you can't scrub it with a scrub brush, but you do have to use the same effort that you use to clean a really dirty pot, right? Like Jamuna had, really dirty. You know, how long it took just to clean one pot. I mean, she spent all day on it and was not in any way, you know, aside from asking for a cigarette break, she didn't say, well, you know, I was really, I was planning to go to the park. You know, they were going to have a, a, you know, a, a little festival of some kind. I want, you know, I was going to go to the to the coffee shop, 
or I was going to go to a special place and get lunch with friends, or I was going to read some book I just got. You know, she didn't say that. She didn't do that throughout the day. There's probably a hundred things, you know, she could have said, well, I want to do this. I want to do she didn't want to do those things. She wanted to be with Sri Prabhupada and she wanted to clean his pot. And she surrendered to that. She surrendered to the request of the Swami, Swamiji, at that time. Srila Prabhupada was referred to as Swamiji. So Swamiji said, clean this pot. She said, yes, I will do that for you. Because she knew in the early part of her relationship, she knew this is a spiritual person, someone I want to to be close to and listen to and learn from. And so she was in Prabhupada's own quarters and very fortunate to begin her service to the to the divine spiritual master, the Jagat Guru. Srila Prabhupada, no ordinary spiritual master, Jagat Guru, spiritual master for the entire universe. And 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 he was here. So many devotees met him, became his disciples. And then we became the disciples of the disciples. So we're grand disciples of Srila Prabhupada. So it's so wonderful to think of the surrender and to, to see the example that Jamuna set. The example that Srila Prabhupada set. By his own life works. By, uh, by what, how they behaved, how they, did, how they were fearless. Bombs were raining down on Srila Prabhupada when he was in Calcutta during World War II. There was bombing of Calcutta. And so he he didn't leave. Many people left Calcutta because of the bombing. But Prabhupada stayed. He said, I will see the bomb as Krishna. And Prabhupada tells us he was on an airplane one time and, and the airplane lost altitude and dropped several thousand feet maybe. And so things flew, people flew, you know, and it was very scary. A plane, they thought the plane was going down, but then it levels out. And and the devotees came up to where Srila Prabhupada was sitting and they said, Prabhupada, are you okay? And Prabhupada was just there chanting, no problem. He said, he said, we can go at any moment. We can go at any moment. We can go at any moment. So was, was Prabhupada fearful? Was he scared of that? No, he was stating the fact we should be ready that Krishna will call us or that we will leave our body at any moment. Or tomorrow, or the next day, or the day after, it could happen. And so, was he so? So you better be fearful. You know, be afraid. Be very afraid. No, Prabhupada didn't say that so that we would be afraid. He said that so that we would begin to take more seriously the process of Krishna consciousness, of chanting the holy names and reading, so that we would not be fearful that the end could come at any moment, that death could come. And grab us at any moment. We become fearful. And fearless. We become fearless. We give up fear. And so that's true even now. I'm not fully Krishna conscious. But I have have a certain level of, of lack of fear. But I am still fearful. Because I'm not fully Krishna conscious. So it's, it's, a, it's a direct relationship. However Krishna consciousness. However much Krishna consciousness you have. However much you've achieved in Krishna consciousness, you're that much, you've, you've, you've gained the fearlessness. But we want to go all the way, right? We want to go all the way. We want to be fully Krishna conscious. We want to be fully fearless. And when that is the case, we can pursue Krishna consciousness from any ashram, 
The next verse, text 2, mentions the ashrama, ashrams. And Prabhupada makes the, the, the point that it doesn't matter what ashram you're in. <laughs> you can pursue Krishna consciousness fully. And Prabhupada proved that in his own life. He did not say, well, I need to be a sannyasi. He, he, he avoided sannyas. He'd seen what the sannyasis, the Gaudiamat, the, the problems that had come. So, later on, he does take sannyas. So, he shows us by example. You know, he, he was ready to do everything as a householder. And literally, he did. Most of what he did was as a householder. His preaching, his life, his family was inimical. His family did not want to be devotees. So, what do you do? Someone doesn't want to be a Hare Krishna. You don't try to force it on them. You say, okay, it's time for me to move on. I will move on. I have to, you know, your family, I love you, but I have to, I have to go to where people want to hear about Hare Krishna. I want to go where people want to offer their food to Krishna and talk about Krishna and lead Krishna-centered lives. Where people that don't, aren't obsessed with material sense enjoyment. It's, it's really simple. It's, it's birds of a feather flock together. You cannot, uh, be with people who are trying to enjoy themselves if you if you're trying to get away from that and if you're still associating with people who just want to enjoy themselves all the time then it's going to be much harder for you to be krishna conscious right this is the lesson i'm learning so i'm not complaining about anyone else and so we learn wow i really do want to only associate with devotees because associating with anything else uh, makes it harder. <laughs> it makes the job of cleaning harder. You know, if you're cleaning something, do you put more dirt on it? Like, no. You know, I just clean this. Don't make it dirty again, right? You know, you clean something, you're, and then your child comes along and dirties it. You're like, oh, I just spent an hour cleaning it. Okay, clean it again. You know, we don't. So, so the best thing to do is not get it dirty again, and 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 we can do that. We can make that decision. Don't add more dirt. Don't add more, you know, filth to the surface you're trying to clean. Let it get clean, you know, by the cleansing process and not have more put onto it by associating with material energy. Begin to give that up. And it's amazing how it all works together. It's all related and it helps. And as we withdraw from sense enjoyment, we clean more, the cleansing's more potent, it's better. We hear more from spiritual masters, we hear more from advanced devotees, we hear from Srila Prabhupada and the Bhagavatam, his purports. That cleansing is stronger, it increases, we get cleaner, our heart is cleansed more strongly. So, let's end on that note that we, uh, we must take shelter of the holy names of Krishna in order to clean our heart and in order to be fearless, if we, we, we hear Krishna's name, we have nothing to fear. Later on in, in this chapter, we're going to hear about uh, Ashvatama, Drona's son, and how he kills Draupadi's children in the dead of night while they're sleeping. And Arjuna goes out to seek revenge, and he's chasing Drona and Drona. Uh, Drona, I'm sorry, Ashvatama, Drona's son, he releases this Brahmastra. And it's it, he, he, it says in the verse that he releases it, but he didn't know how to withdraw it. 
So he had he was uh, he had learned this Kshatriya skill obviously from his father Dronacharya, but uh, Ashvatthama he didn't know how to withdraw it. So when he when he when he first begins to chant and releases the Brahmastra, it's it's massive uh, blinding light, and so it's it said that Krishna calls. I'm sorry that Arjuna calls out to Krishna. He, 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 even, even Arjun can't deal with it and, and calls to Krishna and, and Krishna's there for him. And so Arjun, Arjun was fearless. He was a Kshatriya. say, well, he was trained. He's fearless. He has weapons. So he's fearless because of that. He was also fearless because he always had Krishna in his heart. And anytime they had a problem, Krishna was there for them. Instantly, Krishna would be there for the Pandavas always. And, Krishna wants to do the same for us if we want to be free of the material energy. We have to, we have to try ourselves though. And Krishna is so ready for us to, to, uh, to pull us out of the reformatory, right? We're in the material world where he, we're trying to be reformed, you know. We're not getting it. We're, we don't understand. So we're, you know, Krishna's so ready to, to come and pick us up and say, okay, you've had enough time. In the reform school, you know, you've had enough Maya's kicks. Let's bring you out. And so let's make that effort to get out uh, of the material world, get out of this material world of suffering and come back into the light, the light of the Bhagavatam. And remember that Krishna's always there to help us, just like he was there to help Arjun with the Brahmastra. <laughs> Are we going to have any Brahmastras thrown? Well, I hope not. You know, you never know. It's another fear, another problem. But we should fear, be fearless. Even if Brahmastras are thrown in this world, nuclear weapons, even if that happens, Krishna is there to protect the devotees. And so it's uh, a little past 8.30, so I'll say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, uh, uh, for, for joining us for this uh, discourse on the Srimad Bhagavatam, the spotless Purana, uh, Krishna's incarnation literary literary inner incarnation this literature is non-different from krishna so thank you again for tuning in shri the prabhupada ki jai shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shishi radha ki jai